welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and indeed across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes or Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was to encourage our listeners and and viewers with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people don't actually get to hear about or see. And my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to necessarily leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. And we just want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we could all learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with James Carnes. James is co-founder and chief technology officer at Iconic Air of Morgantown in West Virginia here, of course. Uh, James, thanks for being on the show today, man. Thanks for having me on, Jim. Really excited to be on with you guys today. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited to have you on the podcast to share your story. I've been hearing a lot about Iconic Air. Iconic Air is a West Virginia startup pioneering a new way of leak detection monitoring and data reporting for the oil and gas industry. Iconic Air's platform focuses on a transparent and automated process to ensure a frictionless transition as the world moves toward higher standards of climate change and ESG, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance, reporting metrics. James Carnes, if you don't know James, he's a mover and a shaker. He's a young guy, but he's making it happen in West Virginia. He's the co-founder, as I mentioned, and chief technology officer of Iconic Air. He was born and raised in the north, northern panhandle of West Virginia, and we'll learn a little bit more about that, and is a recent West Virginia University engineering graduate. Prior to the inception of Iconic Air, James spent his time learning about new technologies from his work at Deloitte and Lidos, two amazing iconic companies. His unique skill set of business and software has helped Iconic Air bring innovative tech solutions to the energy industry. James is part of several prestigious startup communities, including Forbes 30 Under 30, 2020 Vantage Ventures resident, 2020 Austin Technology Incubator resident, and 2020 VentureWell E-Team Fellow. I invited James on the show today to talk about Iconic Air, to share his story, and to give our, our audience some valuable insight into his company that he's leading here in West Virginia. James, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into Iconic Air. For sure, Jim. I appreciate that intro. Um, I guess really just to kick it off, I think that a lot of people, um, you know, especially with us being Cal and I, you know, my my co-founder, both being born and raised in West Virginia, um, going up through the, you know, the high school system here, coming both to WVU and then being able um, to your point, you know, as you were kicking off the show, being able to really kickstart our startup here in West Virginia and stay here and keep our mm-hmm. roots here. 
and build a, a, a tech startup. I think a lot of people that are curious about us and Iconic Air and what we're building is, is how to, you know, young folks, uh, myself being 23, Kyle 27, both under 30, uh, have been able to do this in, in such a short amount of time um, in staying in West Virginia. And so I think it's just a cool point for us to talk to that story of, of how we've kind of gotten there. But really for us in Iconic Air, it, it all started with just a passion for technology and solving problems. Um, you know, Kyle and I were both just young, curious minds, uh, both engineering students at WVU. And we were passionate of, at the time I was uh, actually building drones, doing 3D printing, coding, all that type of stuff. Kyle had a YouTube channel uh, where he was doing a lot with engineering and putting up uh, videos about what it's like to be an engineering student. And and that was kind of how him and I first met and, and really our kind of common, you know, uh, interest in and um, hungry kind of attitude for just learning and tackling new things and, and solving problems is eventually what led us uh, to enter with, you know, our own business idea into the West Virginia business plan competition. I'm sure, you, you know, you've heard a lot about too. Um, and, and that kind of kickstarted this whole journey. That was, you know, a little bit over two years ago. Uh, and that's, you know, we could dive as much into that, into that story as you want, but that's really where it all started was two, two minds coming together to solve a problem and, and entering a, a business plan competition. And, and, uh, that's just kind of how it all kicked off. Yeah. It's awesome. So, so take, take us back to that, to that moment in time where you were like, Hey, we got this concept here. We found a, a need in, in the marketplace. We have the, the tools we're equipped right with our backgrounds. Let's, let's solve this problem. Take us back there. How did it all get started? For, for sure. So Kyle and I, the, the, I think the great thing about us and, and, Anytime we talk to you, to other student founders or young founders is is you really have to have a founding team uh, of people that bring their own kind of unique set of skills to the table. And that's very much Kyle and myself. We're very yin and yang is kind of how we like to refer it. We, we complement each other very well. Uh, so at the time, we, we entered the West Virginia Business Plan Competition with a completely different idea um, than, you know, what Iconic Area is now. Back at the time, we wanted to combine uh, a drone that I had built previously and, and kind of turn it into this drone STEM education kit. Um, and then we wanted to leverage Kyle's skills. He, he had gotten, you know, three, four or 5,000 followers on YouTube. He's very savvy with marketing, video creation, all that stuff. And we were like, Hey, we've, we've been working together on projects and shooting different videos and stuff for over a year now. Let's submit this idea. Um, and we both, you know, came up through the, the, the education system at West Virginia and, and kind of, somehow still ended up getting into STEM, but realized there is a gap there. And, mm. and at the time that was kind of the immediate problem that we, you know, that we wanted to solve. And that was really what kicked off kind of our entrepreneurial journey together. And, and through that, we went through the West Virginia business plan competition, ended up getting to the finals winning, um, and then going through several other programs and groups and, mm. and as many entrepreneurs in their journey, I think, you know, along the way, each time we, we realize something small and you slowly pivot the idea of what your business and what your, your product is, until you really land on this, this, this really th thing that you feel like is, is needed by the market. And it is kind of crazy for us to look back and realize that, you know, our product now is a, is a full software platform that that's servicing, you know, oil and gas industry. We have a contract with the air force and, and, and different groups. And, but it really did all start from this previous idea two years ago, hmm. you know, of just taking some drones, putting them in a kit and trying to make a video on it. And it's wow. kind of that, that's the beauty of the process. I think, you know, as, as an entrepreneur is, that slow pivot over time, um, you just continuously evolve and are always learning, I think, as an entrepreneur, which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, and James, I appreciate where, you know, that story and the backstory is, you know, I've had uh, several folks on this show who have won the uh, West Virginia University uh, business plan competition. And mm -hmm. what's, what's fascinating to me is it's, you know, 
you win the competition, you win a monetary prize. What was your what was your prize that kind of was it like ten thousand bucks or something? Yeah, I think I think we got like twelve or fifteen. Oh, we, right, we had yeah. won a couple other ones too that we had done cool. nationally, which helped out. But yeah, yeah. So you get some seed money, right? But the yeah. the, the thing that's constant with within all of those conversations and all these people that I've come in contact with over the, the last couple of years is that they win the competition and then they, they, they start implementing the business plan. They realize, well, <laughs> this has got to change. Right. And I, I know just yep. in, in my own entrepreneurial journey, I've, I'm in my 10th year as a, as own, uh, owner of interaction media. And, uh, when I, when I, we started implementing our business plan, you know, like a month in, maybe it wasn't even that it may have been three weeks in. I'm like, this is, we got to go a different direction because the more, what yeah. I thought was the market is not the market. Right. So I love, I love that story. And, 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 and I think in, you know, in, in your case, uh, being able to re- recognize that you needed to, you know, to go and, and, and you use the word pivot. And so I'll use that. You, you p- had to pivot and keep adapting and, and you, you call it a slow pivot. I like that. It's, it's kind of like you're dancing with this business plan, right? You're trying to figure it out. Exactly. You know, you're working it and, and I love that. And I, I think there's some really great takeaways from that. So let's, Let's get down to the heart of the matter of with regard to iconic air. What is your thirty second pitch? If you could whittle it down, like in other words, what what is it that you tell people you do when you meet them for the first time? For sure. So, kind of the easiest way to put it is essentially there's a bunch of new technologies uh, that have hit the market. So, just new different ways for these types of organizations, whether it's oil and gas, air force, et cetera, to to collect data. Um, and they collect this data to monitor their their products or their assets. They have a mission through all these different assets. It could be collecting data via drones, um, different devices that are uh, you know spread across the facility. It could be different cameras, infrared cameras, different types of cameras they could use. Yeah. And all these great new pieces of hardware and technology have come out, and they're capturing all this new data. But there's no platform that that synthesizes or kind of accumulates and aggregates all this data into one central place that then allows these businesses and organizations to make decisions, uh, actionable decisions that truly drive their operations and and insights they have. And that's the platform that Iconic Air is, is we are that platform that helps these large organizations that have, you know, huge facilities and uh, millions of assets across the the company or across the country and even internationally. We, We help them aggregate that data. And get into this nice, beautiful, pretty form, um, different visuals and analytics we run so that they can make better, uh, you know, business decisions, uh, and, mm. and kind of drive towards their emissions targets. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Great, great job of whittling that down. It was about 40 seconds, but I'm not going to hold that against you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, James, what would you say is the thing that you're most? It's always being refined, man. It's always, it's always, it's always updated. <laughs> I love it. No, it's it, you're very on point, and I and I and I get it. I mean, I it, I'm not the you know the smartest guy, but especially when it comes to tech. But I love the way you you put that. You know, you painted a picture, and I I definitely appreciate where you're coming from. What would you say is the most you know the, the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now, Iconic Air? For sure, I think there's quite a quite a bit going on for us right now. Um, really, in the in the past month, we've had some pretty big milestones for us. Um, you know, I, I always talk with my friends. It seems like as an entrepreneur, and you can probably relate to this. It seems like you really are heads down in the trenches, just working, 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 working hard for several months on mm-hmm. several months, and then you stick your head up for like a month or two, and then there's like these huge big wins that come through, right? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where where we've been right now, which was which has been a great way for us to wrap up 2020. Is uh, we secured a, a phase two contract, seven hundred thousand dollar contract with the with the U.S. Air Force that will push us all the way through 2021. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're super excited about the traction we have with the, with the air force. And then on kind of our oil and gas side and, and the product we have there, we, uh, are rolling out pilots and, and really getting the, the actual product in the hands of users. And we'll mm-hmm. be able to start getting, you know, immediate feedback and, and be able to keep iterating on that product to just keep growing and scaling. I think 2021 is going to be the year of, of scaling and just traction for us, which is super exciting because we're just really heads down building product all the time. Absolutely. I I equated a lot of times to to farming, you know, Uh, and I'm not a farmer by any means. So if I get any of this wrong, you know, you can't criticize that. But, but you know, you you look at, um, you know, there's one way of doing business and it's just kind of like walking along scattering seeds, right? And some of the seeds are going to land in the fertile ground, some will land on the ground, some will land in the rocks, some never germinate, right? But if you're, if you're diligent in working your plan, like you're describing, and you're planting those nice rows, right? And those rows are your product lines and your, your prospects that you're working, and you're planting seeds and you're covering the seeds up and you're watering them and you're providing fertilizer and the good Lord's providing sunlight, you're going to turn around, just like you said, in three months and those, those seeds are sprouting, Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you can go back and harvest them, whereas the old way that I was talking about, you're just scattering ran- random seeds. Yeah, you might look back six months later and you got some stuff growing, but being intentional and and it looks like that's exactly what you're doing. You're working that plan, you're refining your plan. And I love that, and I think that's that is very exciting. So congratulations on that. So you mentioned, you know, the nation. You mentioned international. What is the geographic market that Iconic Air serves right now? Yeah. So. I, for us right now, we're really just tackling and trying to talk with uh, as many environmental consulting groups as possible. So those are kind of our early early evangelists, you know, as as a company, they're really kind of our early users, mm. and they're they're spread, uh, you know, across different regions of the U.S. Um, so that's really kind of our immediate market that we're tackling right now, are, are those groups of people in in the regions in the U.S. Marcellus, Utica Shale, that you know that yeah. type of stuff. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, I think about. Um, you know your your company. You're you're located in Morgantown. You're part of the the Vantage Venture Vantage Ventures organization. Can you tell us a little bit about how how that works and um, how how you guys tie in with that in, ter- in terms of the networking and opportunities? Can you give us a little insight in, into that? Yeah, for sure. The, the the group Advantage Ventures has has been a key part of of our you know success as, as young founders, especially coming you know straight out of school. I think something that was really impactful that they did for us was helping us kind of with that transition of being, you know, I mean, we started at the company while being in school and then we are, we're, you know, we're, we've been out of school for close to a year now. Uh, and that was something I think they really helped us with was that transition of going from student founders to full-time founders. Uh, but just in general, a lot of the, the resources and things that they give us, uh, we've been in part of Vantage Ventures for a little bit over a year now. Uh, you know, we have an office space down there. So, um, you know, obviously it's different with COVID now, but pre-COVID we use that as kind of our hub. We'd have meetings with customers down there, potential investors, um, you know, anyone that was coming to talk with us about our business, we would, you know, leverage the space and resources they have. Um, and then they obviously had different networking events and things that we could go to and, and take part of and, and talk to different groups of people about Iconic Air and and the cool things that we're doing. And, and then obviously a big key part too is capital, right? You have to have capital to build a business. Sure. Um, and so Vantage Ventures does a great job at connecting us with different folks in their network and their ecosystem, uh, whether it's groups like Cran, Country and Angel Networks or other folks uh, in the area that are looking to invest in, in upcoming startups and, and help them grow and scale and provide capital. Yeah, so so how, when, when did the company officially start? And, and can you take us back to that place? Yeah, I, b- I believe when we first started, so when we 
entered the Western New Business Plan competition, the the business name was actually Iconic Edu, uh-huh. uh, and and we started that. I believe we actually registered for the business in December of 2018, is when we when we did that. So coming up just on two years this month since we really kickstarted this thing. Wow, how many do you have employees yet? How's that? How does that look? Yeah, so Kyle and myself are both full time, and then we have uh, George, who's a who's a sales manager, who was graduated from with his MBA uh, back in May from WVU, who's full time, and then we have about three other engineers um, that we uh, employ in some capacity, whether that's part time all the way up to full time, just depending on kind of the scope of things going on. But we are currently hiring at least two more folks uh, just because of the the Air Force work that we have there. So that's some pretty exciting, exciting stuff for us with, you know, the team growing and, and bringing on, you know, more awesome talent to, yeah, to keep abs- it, beating the building this thing out. Absolutely. So, so take us, you know, back to that, that place of your best moment that you've had since, since December of 2018, starting Iconic Air. What's that best business moment you've had since you've been in business? That's such a great question. Um, I think I could probably come up with a couple different things. I think there's so many highs and so many lows of being an entrepreneur, but that's the beauty of the process. Um, I think just because it's very recent and something that's very cool has been um, the last week, Kyle and I were, were both named to the, uh, the Forbes 30 under 30 list, uh, which was super just awesome for us. It's, it's no already doubt. just in the, in the week that it's happened, we've already had huge. a lot of great exposure and, and different folks reaching out. Um, so I think that that is going to be big for us, especially pushing into you know, quarter one and quarter two of next year, just keep building relationships based off that. But it's kind of funny just looking back at it. Cause it's something where when Cal and I were doing a lot of these business competitions last year, we were traveling around, you know, we pref- did the rice business plan competition, several other big national business competitions. And one of the key things that I think the teams that always won or the businesses that were, you know, scaling and growing the fastest, one of the thing they always had on their, their pitch deck was, you know, Forbes 30 under 30. And Cal and I were joking about the other day because we remembered, you know, probably around this time last year, we were like, like, man, that would be awesome to just keep building this thing out, keep growing, keep having success mm-hmm. and like working hard. And then, you know, maybe one day we'll see our names, you know, pop up on that list. And, <laughs> and, and here we are. It's, 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 it's just kind of funny how, you know, it comes full circle. But yeah, that, that's been a really big win for us. For yeah. Sure. When did that happen officially? We, I believe it was just last week. I think I got, I think I got the email maybe last Tuesday or Monday. That's so it's, so it's cool. very, well, very, very recent. Man. Well, you could tell you've been uh, you've been working really hard at, at this company, and like I said, I've I've been hearing your name a lot uh, over the last six months, eight months, something like that. And uh, so you're definitely you guys are really doing doing some cool stuff out there. So on the flip side of that, I always like to ask the the, the opposite uh, of that question, which is your worst business moment. I mean, I think we can all learn uh, from those places uh, where, where maybe we're a little dark time uh, in, in our in our businesses. Take us to that place of your worst experience and tell us that story. For sure. I, I have a couple specific moments I could pin to, but I really, just knowing that, you know, the audience and, and potential their founders or people going through the journey that will be listening, I think the, the low has been as an entrepreneur is, and obviously with COVID too, and just all these different, all these 2020s, right. It's been the year of just crazy stuff happening that people weren't expecting. Exactly. Um, and, and I think, you know, when Cal and I decided to go full-time on the business, you know, we both graduated December, 2019. Um, and, and we had, you know, engineering jobs, good paying engineering jobs lined up and, and we both decided, you know, to turn them down and, and really, just go all in on this thing, really see this thing through. And then, you know, three months later, COVID hit 
Um, and then it's like, everything's going remote and, and right. And so it's like all the potential worst case scenarios that could happen are kind of happening. And so I think that there isn't really one specific moment I would, I would point to, but I just think it, it definitely has been a, like I said earlier, the highs of highs and lows of lows. And that's really been 2020 for us, but it's so important. I think as, as young founders or founders in general to have people to, to go through that with. And I think that's the beauty of our team and, and the group that we have as we, we pull, pick each other up, pull each other up out of the trenches when one of us are down or one of us are frustrated with the result and we just keep hammering away. Absolutely. You may look back on this 10 years from now and say, wow, that was a blessing. 2020 was a real blessing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is the way it works. Uh, so, uh, James, you know, I, I want to take you back uh, to uh, where you grew up. You, uh, I mentioned Northern Panda. What, what town did you grow up in? I grew up in Weirton, West Virginia. Weirton. All right. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, I mean, how does it feel like, you know, to be a a young person starting up a company in your home state? How does that feel? It's, it's honestly, I mean, it's one of the most fulfilling things I've probably, probably done in my life. Just to be honest, I think that it's such, especially when you, when, you know, you go and have different internships or travel to these different business competitions and stuff and get out and see the world and then being able to come back and, and bring that same culture and, e- and ecosystem mm. to, to the, our home state of West Virginia, I think is super cool. And, and that's something, you know, Kyle and I are obviously founders of Iconic Air and we're passionate about building this business and building West Virginia, but we're also very passionate about the mm. ecosystem and the startup and entrepreneurial ecosystem taking place in West Virginia. And we both see ourselves as very you know important pieces of that to help push the culture and help other young founders and, and even founders in general as they're growing and trying to scale their you know, their startups in West Virginia too. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, obviously the, the show is called Positively West Virginia and that's what we're, what we're all about, man. I want to take a second, James, just to mention some of the sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia and they include insurance centers, the state journal, wvnews.com and interaction media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia our guest today is James Carnes. He's one of the co-owners and co-founders and uh, chief technology officer for Iconic Air. They're based in Morgantown. James, let's get back to it. What's the vision that you have for Iconic Air long term? For sure. I think the three to five year vision you know, for Iconic Air and what we're building, we have a very immediate focus of what we're trying to deploy to the market right now. But I think over the next three to five years, it's scaling that and broadening it out within the industry that we're tackling. So really for us, the kind of easy term we like to use is we want to be the, you know, the quote unquote environmental hub for these industries like oil and gas, Air Force and other organizations. There's a ton of emissions data that's out there in the world. More and more types of emissions data is being collected every day. And we're very much focused on a specific, you know, niche area of that type of data right now. But we want to be that all encompassing, uh, you know, platform and organ- that helps these organizations push towards you know, their, their transition for sustainability and really being able to hit these, these multi-decade long goals they have of reducing, you know, their carbon footprint or different emission footprints, uh, over the next decades. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you attract new customers? In other words, how do you get the word out there? Yeah. B2B, B2B this is, uh, this is Kyle, Kyle loves talking about this stuff. I'm much more, <laughs> more of a tech guy. I don't enjoy the marketing as much, but I think what they've done a great job at is, is they're always talking to as many users as possible and building relationships that, that then similar to the, you know, the analogy made, made earlier is really planting seeds, you know, having a conversation with one person at a conference over the next three months could lead to four introductions, you know, to other folks in industry. And so building that reputation and branding within 
you know, this industry is, mm. is super important because everyone knows everyone. And I think that, uh, you know, George and Kyle have done a great job at really tackling the the customer discovery side and, re- and the customer attraction and sales portion of it for yeah, sure. That's awesome. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about farming, you know, and, and planting those seeds and making sure that you're nurturing them, right? Taking care of those relationships. I think that's, that's awesome. What's one of the biggest challenges you're facing right now? It's a great question. I think for us, if you would have asked this probably three months ago, it would have been capital. You know, kind of our, our runway was coming, uh, kind of getting down. We were looking to raise and, and figure out, you know, how are we going to push this thing through another 12 months, 15 months, 18 months. Since then, that's that's happened, right? We got the Air Force contract. We have some investor dollars coming in. Um, so I think for us now, it's it's just successfully scaling. You know, we have the, the kind of what we refer as the minimum viable product or the MVP there we have we we validated the business hypotheses that we've been testing and so now it's it's really getting the right people around us making sure we're hiring the key people needed making sure we're getting the right things in place to to have a good sales pipeline and really you know add these customers so it's really really a scaling thing for us now and which is an exciting exciting thing to to be doing so absolutely i think that's awesome just to just to hear the enthusiasm in your voice about that James, what's one piece of advice you would give to other young business owners, uh, maybe an entrepreneur who, who's thinking about, um, you know, an idea that they have? Maybe they're getting ready to uh, enter into some business plan competition like you guys did, or maybe it's just they're, they have this dream in their heart and they keep, that's all they can think about is this, this entrepreneurial thing, but they haven't yet pulled the trigger. What's one piece of advice you would give to these entrepreneurs in, in West Virginia? I think especially being West Virginia founders, there's such great resources that have been made available to us, whether it's through, you know, at WVU, at Marshall, even things coming through, you know, the state and, and the government organizations. Mm-hmm. Just take it. I would tell them to take advantage of all those resources. That's exactly what Kyle and I did. We went to things like the Launch Lab at WVU. We did the West Virginia Business Plan competitions. We pitched in every single business competition that we could in West Virginia and outside of West Virginia. You know, we, we talked with the folks at Vantage Ventures. We leveraged different academic resources. Uh, and we literally, I don't think there's a single resource that we didn't use. Mm-hmm. So I would just tell them to use those resources. And, and as you're using those resources, just make sure that you continue to, to, to stay patient and just keep building and keep iterating on that product because it is, it is a continuously evolving process. That's awesome, man. Great advice. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I think for us as a company, I think it's it's... how often and frequently we're talking to customers and users. And I think that gives us a great pulse on the true current needs of the industry and what's going on. And so by always having that up to date, you know, understanding of what is, what is that big pain that our customers are really having and and staying on that pulse to make sure that our products always solving their needs. Yeah, that's great. How about you personally? What's one thing you do every day that you think adds to your success? I think for me, coming from the tech side, I think it's just building products. And you know, I, I feel like myself as an individual, I've always been a product builder. And I think being a product builder, you have to always be learning new technologies and understanding how to scale things and, and really leverage new technologies that come out. And so I think for me, it's just always building product every day. And, and that means you know writing code or, or working with different parts of our technology stack and what we build to make sure that it's, it's being deployed successfully. Awesome. What's one resource that maybe like a piece of technology that you use in your company that you just can't live without? It's simple. And a lot of people might say, it, but I really think G suite is a game changer. Um, it's more than just, you know, the Google drive, Google doc, Gmail, it's the concept of just everything together. I think when you're an early startup, you just try to get like that dollar email, you know, 
and, and, and that works. But I think once we made the switch, you can track emails to customers. You, it's everything just integrates seamlessly, you know, into, into your, uh, your environment as a company. So I think that's been really cool for us to have. Yeah. That's awesome. Good stuff, man. What's one book or even a podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? So a book, I would say the founder's dilemma, uh, it does a great job at really explaining the challenges and pitfalls that you can face as a founder, literally from inception of starting your business, right. All the way up to different things like raising and investing, you know, investor dollars from, from different angels or VC groups or whatever. It covers the full spectrum and a podcast I would definitely check out is, is how I built this by, I think it's by NPR. Yeah. It's, but like, it's, it's, it's Guy Raz is the guy. Yeah. Guy Raz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that's a great podcast. And there's so many awesome stories and it really resonates if you're an entrepreneur and you listen to that because, you know, the process they're all talking about is the process you're in right now. You know, you're in that late night or sitting in the dorm room or sitting in the library typing code or, or writing a pitch deck or something. And so it's always refreshing to hear those stories. Yeah, absolutely. I um, Noam, Noam Wasserman, I think I, uh, I pronounced that right, is The Founder's Dilemma. And uh, it's a great book. And we'll make sure that that is on our resources page at Positively WV. People can go there and just order that book and definitely check out uh, how I built this. That's, that's awesome. James, you mentioned um, your pitch deck a couple of times. Uh, for those who don't know what a pitch deck is, explain that concept. Yeah. So the pitch deck, essentially, whether you're going to a business competition, pitching investors, just pitching, uh, if you're giving a presentation in general, it's essentially just the, it could be anywhere from, you know, 10 to 15 slides of who you are as a business, you know, what you do, it's what's your core value proposition. What's the problem you're solving? Who's your team? You know, what's the market size? There's, you know, really 10 to 15 different things that we always cover and it just helps people. The goal is to, is to make it as easy as possible to communicate your idea and the problem you're solving to anyone that might be interested in, in your business. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's why you can speak so eloquently as a startup because you've, you've refined those, those, those slides, right? I mean, you've gotten your hours and hours of refining. (laughs) So it's not just something that, you know, that you just throw out there. You got to keep working it. You got to keep going back to our farming analogy. You got to keep working the soil, right? You can't just, Mm -hmm. you can't just do it and think everything's just going to magically appear. You got to really put in, put in the work. And that sounds like you guys are really absolutely doing that. So I I really think that's awesome. James, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else that you think our listeners should know about Iconic Air or your story? I think we've covered a lot. I would just like to open the invitation to anyone, um, you know, in the state or anyone that's listening. If you ever want to talk about being a founder or starting a business, do you have questions about Iconic Air specifically or just the process in general? You know, Kyle and I are always more than happy to, to talk with folks. So always feel free to look us up on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever and, and definitely reach out. We're always more than happy to help. Yeah, help absolutely. Folks. And I can attest for James. That's how he and I connected is through LinkedIn. So James, thanks for, <laughs> uh, thanks for being open to that. And how can folks uh, learn more about Iconic Air and maybe even get in contact with you? For sure. If you just go to www.iconicair.io, we have a, a general intake form there as well so they can submit through there and uh, that will go to our email and we'll, we'll see that come through when they submit a form yeah that's awesome man we'll make sure we have links uh, to Iconic Air's website and uh, all that stuff that James just mentioned uh, on the show notes section of the podcast so I think um, that's that's awesome and that's a great offer get in touch with James he's he's doing it he's he's he, 
I mean, they're a startup company, but they're getting lots of press and they're, they're on to great things. I just feel it. James, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think what you guys are, are doing at Iconic Air is just really cool. It's uh, much needed, and I think you're going to be very successful, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Always really appreciate it, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's been a, my pleasure to, to, to help share your story. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like James Carnes as a co-founder and CTO of Iconic Air. They're based in Morgantown. Our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with this business story. I know I've been inspired by it. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, positivelywv.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, your encouragement, uh, your reviews on on Google, uh, and your reviews on uh, iTunes as well. And of course, we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. And be sure to check out our weekly show, Small Business Masterminds, presented by Positively West Virginia every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, one hour, where we bring you a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders win. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization. Learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.